Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short, about a 13-minute Bible study every day, seven days a week, getting us into God's Word. But even that short period of time is so crucial to our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So as I'm in God's Word every day, even for this short period of time, it's helping me to stay strong and even grow stronger in my faith. But it also helps me stay focused on my relationship with God and upon my soul. You know people in your life who need to turn their focus in life around, don't you? They need to start thinking about their relationship with God and about their soul's salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Help somebody turn their life around. Help somebody get on the right road. Help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day. We're going to finish up our line of thought and study. We've been asking questions along the line, what is my greatest danger in life? Sin. Nothing else compares. Again, a lot of people would roll their eyes. They would say, oh, yeah, 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 get, yeah, get real. That's preacher talk. Nope. Nothing, has, nothing holds greater danger to us than sin, because the wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23. Now, the other side of the ledger, or the spectrum, so to speak, is what God offers us if we will give up that life of sinfulness. So Romans 6 and verse 23 says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So sin is our greatest danger. Our greatest enemy is not some foreign power or some, some crazed criminal. Our greatest enemy is the devil himself. He's walking around, walking around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, as the apostle Peter portrays him in 1 Peter 5 and verse 8. Now, how can we resist him? Peter says in the next verse, resist him steadfast in the faith. The faith? The faith of Christianity, the faith in God and Christ as our Lord and Savior. James said in James chapter 4 and verse 7, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. I put those verses in reverse order there. But you see, how do we resist the devil? By drawing near to God. And God will draw near to us as long as we're drawing near to him. God will never leave us as long as we don't leave him. But there are a whole lot of people, they want to live in sinfulness and still, in their mind, think they're still walking with God. Does not work that way. Does not work that way. If you're living in sinfulness, you're not walking with God in faithfulness. So the psalmist in Psalm 119, verses 9 through 16 again, how can a young man or how can anyone cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word, by living by God's teachings, by the scriptures, by the Bible, the word of God. With my whole heart, I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. And we could see that as something of a prayer request. 
Please help me, God, stay in your teachings. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. In other words, I don't just read the scriptures. I don't just read the Bible and learn what those scriptures teach. I make them a part of my very being. Why? Because they will help me to guard against and be strong against sin. And the devil's always after me, trying to lead me into sin. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. All the riches of this earth put together do not compare with the riches that God's word blesses us with and guides us toward and in. I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. See, again, we need to do more than just learn what the scriptures say. We need to incorporate them into our very lifestyle consistently all the time. Verse 16, I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. People are always talking about how we need to live a life of happiness, of joy, of peace. But they point people in the wrong directions. They point people into into methodologies and techniques that are part of this world, part of life in this world, physical side of life. If I want to be able to live a life of ultimate happiness, I need to live the life according to God's word, the the life that God's word teaches me to live. It holds the peace that passes understanding, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7. I can rejoice in that lifestyle no matter what this life, that is the physical life, might throw at me. Because I know that this is not the end for me. I'm looking forward to eternal life with God in heaven. Oh, God's word offers us far more than anything this world offers us. Think about what the psalmist wrote in Psalm 1. And the first, well, there's six verses there. I want to break it into halves. The first three verses first. Notice and see how parallel this is to that text we were focusing on in this line of thought and study back in Psalm 119, verses 9 through 16. Psalm 1, beginning with verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. In other words, blessed is the man who is not living in a sinful lifestyle. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. How does he stay out of that sinful lifestyle? How does he resist it? He's living by God's word, those teachings. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He thinks about them. Again, he makes them a part of his very being, contemplates them, prays over them. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Oh, that tree planted by a river of water, it keeps being nourished and fed, doesn't it? 
And so that's the illustration the psalmist uses here. The person who lives by God's teachings on an ongoing basis will be like that tree. His life will be productive spiritually. Whatever he does shall prosper. Now the opposite of that is the next three verses in that psalm. Psalm 1, verses 4 through 6. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Well, you see, that's completely opposite from that image of the tree that is planted by a river of water. No, the ungodly, their life, is like a chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. What a sad day it will be for so many who have lived their life in contradiction, in disregard, in disobedience to God's word, to God's will for their lives. There are a lot of people who are arrogant and haughty and they think, that well, that's okay. I want to do what I want to do. If that means I'm going to go to hell when I die, then so be it. That's ignorant arrogance speaking that will be suddenly exploded before their eyes in the day of judgment. Nobody will want to be in hell on that day. Nobody will want to not be given that entrance into heaven on that day. Eternal condemnation in hell? That's not something to be taken lightly at all. It's more horrible than anything we can contemplate related to whatever negatives we might experience in this world. So the ungodly, they're not going to be, their life, their, their ultimate destiny is not going to be like the life of the godly person. They're going to be like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the, in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish, shall perish. How sad it will be on that day for those who are in that state of condemnation. Let's turn to Second Peter, Second Peter chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. As Peter closes this second inspired letter that he writes, he gives us some words of encouragement and direction as to how to move forward in our life. Each one of us, notice what he says, 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you fall from your own steadfastness. Now that is steadfastness in regard to faithfulness to God being led away with the error of the wicked. Again, the devil's always there. He's our greatest enemy, deadliest enemy, and sin is our biggest problem. We need to stand on guard, alert, watching for all of the dangers that the devil may try to lure us into by way of sin and the temptations to sin. And then Peter concludes by saying, but grow Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and forever. Amen. 
How do I grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ? I keep studying his word. I keep praying over it and praying for God's guidance so that I will make the proper applications consistently to my life while I'm still here in this world. I need to grab on to those promises, to that incomparable hope that God offers us through his word. Look forward to that time when I can be with him in heaven for eternity. We want to help you win against sin, to be victorious over sin, to defeat the devil. Contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link and you can contact us that way. Or you can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. If you're in the Omaha area, come and see us in person, worship, study with us, grow spiritually with us at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. Our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to get to know you better and let you get to know us. We'd love to help you. We'll give you a free Bible study if you'll ask for it. Again, free and always will be. Take advantage of this opportunity. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, Help us to stay strong against the devil, to stay strong against the temptations he presents before us to sin. Help us to overcome those temptations and help us to walk with you in faithfulness, in purity, in righteousness. Help us to live that godly life and thereby be able to look forward to your promise to give us an eternal home with you in heaven. And help us to help other people to come to that same reality. Please forgive us, gracious Father. And we praise you and give you the glory, the honor, and the thanks. In Jesus' name, amen.